Hey, and welcome to the Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hey, Rally. Welcome to the Rally Roundtables. My name is Talon, um, and I'm very excited for the conversation we're about to have today. I have my friend Clayton King here to my left, Zach Dixon to my right, and we're about to have a conversation about what does it mean to be a pastor versus a counselor? So, you know, if you're watching this for the first time, welcome. Um, If you're watching this for the thousandth time, welcome. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, anything like that, I'm very excited that you're here. Um, But I want to introduce you guys to my friends today. So Clayton, tell us about you. Who are you? What do you do? Are you a pastor, your counselor? You know, who are you? Yeah. So I live in Anderson, South Carolina with my wife, Shari. Amen. We're going on 22 years, best friends, partners in ministry, chief confidant, and my lover. <laughs> I love her more now than the day I met her. I've got two sons. Jacob's 19, freshman at Anderson University. JoJo's 16. JoJo, if you're watching this, just remember that I got you in basketball yesterday. Yeah. That's it. He's talking smack about you, JoJo. <laughs> he's not in rally yet. He's still in high school, so I don't know if he'll watch this, but he's a 16-year-old basketball and football player at Tail yeah. Hannah. I'm an evangelist. I'm one of the pastors here at New Spring. I'm a teaching pastor and an overseer. Yes. I'm an author. I like to hunt. I like to fish. I like trucks. I like motorcycles. I like pro wrestling, the old school stuff. WWE? Yeah, yeah. Well, Old school stuff, WWE, AEW, NWA, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, Ric Flair, Wahoo McDaniel, <laughs> Jack Mulligan. That's just kind of my thing. Oh my I always go there, don't I? Yes, always. always. So yeah, I've been uh, living in Anderson now for seven years. I'm from Greenville originally, Fountain Inn to be exact. Yes. And that's something that we share in common. We're from that's the right. same hometown, went to the same high school. So this is cool for me okay. to get to do this with Zach because he's one of my best friends. And I also, I'll just go ahead and say it at the outset, also, someone I've seen as a counselor, mm, uh, my yeah. wife and I both. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I love being able to talk with a guy that is from my my world and be able to have a conversation right here with two guys I love and respect. Amen. Amen. Zach, who are you? Also, I gotta say, Zach, I've also seen Zach as a counselor too. Man, we're just putting it all. <laughs> so out, uh, you know, maybe not, maybe to my butt. <laughs> um, Since you said it, now I can affirm it because uh, <laughs> confidentiality, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, you, you know, can't say, say it. <laughs> it's illegal for me to talk about that, but now I'll, now that you've mentioned it. I've opened the door. (laughs) You let me in. So Zach, who are you? You know, what do you do? Um, Well, obviously you're a counselor, but tell us about you. Yeah. Professional counselor. uh, We have a a private practice called Hopetown here Mm -hmm. in Anderson, South Carolina. But yes, I'm also from Fountain Inn, South Carolina. Both, uh, you know, that's why we we might sound similar in some ways, but I think it's because the same people, the same town raised us. And, um, but I'm married 12 years. Also to my best friend, Ashley Dixon. Um, uh, we have two little kids, Everly, who is six years old, uh, at Calhoun Academy of the Arts here in Anderson, South Carolina. And she's, a, she's an artist. She's a creative, uh, and we love her. And then I have a little monster three-year-old son named Dax, <laughs> who is, uh, giving us a run for our money. But we, but our, our practice, Hotown is a, it's a family practice and we've uh, been doing it full time since 2018 now. That's cool. Um, That's so cool. it's, it's wild. That's cool. That's cool. That's incredible. So as we like get going this conversation of over, over the umbrella of like how to be whole and healthy in 2022 and talking about, you know, a pastor and a counselor, let's start with what it means to be a counselor. So like, how would you define what is a counselor? And Clayton, you know, feel free to chip in as well. But like, how would you define what does it mean to be a counselor? And that can be our like starting ground. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of counselors, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's so many people within the church who, yeah. who have a gifting of 
counseling. I think mm-hmm. Clayton, yes, he's a pastor and evangelist, but he's he's also a, a counselor. Mm-hmm. He'll be the first to tell you that the phone conversations that he has with people all over the place that he's counseling. And so, you know, there are there are so many people that are, have the gifting of counselor, whether they know yeah. it or not. Yeah, you know, and I think as someone who comes alongside of someone and who can who has a gift of listening. Uh, obviously there's, there's gifts of discernment within there. Um, but then there's also, I think people who go to school and (laughs) pay a lot of money and get some extra training, um, like myself and who get their license. So I'm an LPC licensed professional counselor, you know, and, and I think, um, you know, for me, a counselor, someone who specializes, I was thinking about this, like Mm -hmm. somebody who specializes in the, maybe the humanity part of a person, not to say that a, a pastor doesn't, uh, care for the human as well. Um, but you know, w- with me, when I say humanity, I mean like, like a mm. physical doctor cares, fixes a broken bone. Mm-hmm. You know, I work in the area of the brain, yeah. you know, and, and the brain is a part of the physical body. And so, mm-hmm. you know, me going through the training that I did and specializing in that. But I, I, so I would say, you know, someone, a counselor, someone <clears throat> who specializes, you know, in the humanity of, of a person is specifically their mental health, okay. emotional health. And, and I think it bleeds a lot into the social realm, you know, okay. as well, cause relationships affect our mental health, you know, in so many ways. So. Yeah. That's cool. What, what would you say is like, um, if you look at the Bible, right. And Jesus and, and everything that we know about the Bible, like what would you say, how does counseling fit in like the context of scripture, like the Bible, anything like that? What, what would you say about that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think the spirit, Holy Spirit is called the counselor, mm. you know, mm, that's good. And so very good. Um, I think there are some things in life that need just a special attention and special care. And I think God cares about those things. Mm. Um, and these are things probably that might embarrass us or bring <laughs> shame or guilt, you know, um, and that are specific to me and they're specific to Clayton, to Talon, yeah. you know, and I think it just, it deserves special care. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, and I think God cares about those things, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, um, and, but yes, it, the Holy spirit is called the counselor. Yeah. Um, and so he's a good teammate to have, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is not a, qu- this is a question I have and not on the sheet. So, you know, this is, this is a little, yeah, this, you're, you're already this, busting out this, questions yeah, that are on that sheet. Yeah. This, this is a, little, <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little, a little side. How did you get into counseling? So like, what was your like start and like, you know, did you ever go to counseling when you were younger? You know, like what was the. Yeah. Never, okay. never. I actually tell people that I, as a, I was, you know, um, I think I was a little bit fundamental in my, in my thinking. And I actually told people I would never go to counseling. In fact, Clay, were you one of those people? That didn't go to counseling? Yeah, that said I would never go to counseling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't, I was one of them, too. <laughs> uh, whenever counseling became a thing uh-huh. and it was more culturally understandable, yeah. I think I was probably in my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I just assumed if you go to counseling, and I know we'll get to this in a minute, mm-hmm. but there must be something really, really wrong with yeah. you. And you should be reading your Bible more. You should be praying more. Yeah. Maybe there's unconfessed sin mm-hmm. in yeah. your life. But I'm going to tell you what brought me to reality mm-hmm. was my mom, my dad, and my brother all ended up with serious mental health issues. And I watched, I was the only person in my immediate mm-hmm. family that wasn't taking medication mm-hmm. or that wasn't uh, hospitalized yeah. because of some serious mental health issue. Mm-hmm. So that was the catalyst for me that humbled me mm-hmm. and showed me why counseling is important. 
And, you know, I just have to agree with what Zach said. For me, when I made that shift, I looked in the scripture and I realized that not only is the Holy Spirit called the counselor, but Jesus in the prophecies in Isaiah that talk about the coming of the Son of mm-hmm. God, he is called Wonderful mm-hmm. Counselor, Mighty Thank God, God Everlasting Peace. Father, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And the first identification of him is Wonderful Counselor. Wow. So if the Holy Spirit is the Counselor and Jesus is the Wonderful Counselor, <laughs> and in that. Isaiah it also says Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. So we've got the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, and part of the beauty of their perfection as they exist co-equals as God mm-hmm. in this beautiful mystery of the Trinity, yeah. they are a counselor. Yeah. yeah, And that word in Greek is parakletos. So when Jesus tells his disciples, pray yeah. for the counselor to come and comfort you, mm-hmm. para means beside or alongside of, kletos mm-hmm. means helper. Yeah. So a counselor is just simply someone who's called alongside you to help you. Mm. Why would we not want that? Yeah. I, and that's very true. Most people don't want it until they need it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what happened with me. And I, and I think if yeah. I could no, say no, go even ahead, with go that, ahead. and I'm no pastoral, like it, this is the <laughs> beauty of having a pastor because he's using all these words, you know? <laughs> but, um, he, and he's, and he's trained in it, you know, um, to use those words. But I also think going back to the beginning, you know, in, in the story of the, the, the garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve messed up. Mm. And I think God, in my mind is trying to come and counsel mm. trying to come and comfort mm. you know and what are they doing it's what we do we don't want it yeah we hide yeah you know and so and that's what i did for years yeah i didn't want the care i didn't want the attention i didn't want the comfort of god mm. and so you know how i became an, a counselor was through my own brokenness having mm. my own br- personal breakdown i'm 37 now but the, at the ripe old age of 24 had a, <laughs> had a, had a personal uh just uh, complete breakdown mental health got diagnosed with a mental health disorder called pain panic disorder. Um, so struggled severely with anxiety, um, was forced into counseling, essentially, uh, kicking and screaming and, (laughs) and through that found healing and and then fell in love with the art of therapy, Mm. you know, and decided that this is kind of who I am. I think I've been wired like this for a while and didn't know it, but also saw how it saved me essentially, how the Lord used it to save me and, and decided I wanted to go back and do it myself. Yeah. So, so why would you say like, a person needs to go see a counselor. What are like the indicators? Like, what would you, you know, what would you say about why does somebody need to go see a counselor? Um, you can go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you, yeah. Well, because we're all human, mm. and as humans, we're flawed, we're mm. broken, we're sinful, we make mistakes. Yeah. And we get dinged up by a broken world. Mm. We all experience some level of trauma, mm. whether it's verbal, emotional, physical, sexual, and a counselor is someone who has, you know, he's a licensed professional counselor. So a counselor is someone that's gone through some preparation to know how Mm. to handle those situations and how to handle the soul of the person. Yeah. So we, we need care and a counselor is one who cares for Mm. us. So for instance, yesterday you have to answer the question, why should someone see a counselor? I've been in ministry 35 years, but I've had three different professional counselors and Mm. Zach is one of them. Mm. What I've learned from counseling, Mm. I've learned how to be a better pastor. Mm. This happened to me yesterday. Mm. I spent two hours yesterday in a Mm one-on-one pastoral counseling session with uh, someone that's part of our larger church. And in that two hour time frame, I spent the first hour and 40 minutes just asking questions. Mm. I learned that. Yeah. From going to counseling because the questions get you talking. Yeah. And when you talk, you reveal the, what's in your soul, mm. the wounded part, mm. the, the, the dinged up part, mm. the trauma that you've hidden. 
So the reason why we need a counselor is the same reason why we need a pastor. Yeah. And the reason why we need a pastor is the same reason why we need Jesus. <laughs> because we are not sufficient creatures. We're yeah. not self-sufficient. Yeah. We need each other. We're wired that way. We're social, emotional, spiritual, and physical beings. Yeah. And a counselor has the ability to get into who you are and why you feel the way you feel. And for me, the reason why I continue counseling and the reason why I love um, therapy yeah. is because it helps me be a healthier person Amen. because it makes me more aware of what's really going on in my head and my heart. Amen. Is that, if, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes, that makes so sense. sense. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it, and when you know that, you're just a better whatever you are. Yeah. You know, pastor, teacher, whatever it is, because I always go back, because I think some, and I'm guilty of this too, when Jesus says to love the Lord your God with all your heart mm -hmm. and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. I think sometimes, and I see this, unfortunately, in a lot of, Christians as well, but this is not just Christians; it's everybody. Yeah, um, that we we translate that as love your neighbor instead of yourself, <laughs> you know. And but he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself, yeah. and 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 so it is almost like a form of self care, self discipline, um, so that I can be a better dad, so that I can be a better husband, so that I can be a better counselor. It's so that, yeah, because I know it can feel selfish to go to a counselor in some ways. Yeah, but again, it's not. I'm not going instead of. You know, I'm going so that yeah. I can be, do the things that I'm, I'm called to do in, mm -hmm. in, in the most efficient, healthiest way yeah, possible. Yeah. So would you say that a person needs to go to a counselor only if they're depressed, only if they're anxious, only if they like see something, quote unquote, bad in their life? Or can they go? Well, of course not. Like, I, again, yeah. the brain, our emotions are part of our physical <laughs> self. And so just think about that in the sense of like, what if everybody weighed to go to the gym to physically work out <laughs> until the doctor's like saying, you're going to die, you know, because of whatever. Like, we don't do that. We prep, yeah. you know, in, in preparation so that 10 years from now, I'm not getting a diagnosis or That's whatever true. it is. And the same thing goes with our emotional health, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. Our, our mental health. I say now, before the breakdown, yeah. you know. Um, do it and so that you don't have a breakdown and how many people would be saved from so much hardship, destruction, everything in their life if they had, you know, mm. possibly gone and, and again, get given, given special attention to their mind, to their emotions. It could save us from a hardship of things. So not just waiting until, you know, the bottom falls out. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. the hard part for a lot of folks when it comes to counseling, going yeah. to see a counselor yeah. is the first step requires humility. Mm. Yeah. It does. Mm. You have yeah. to humble yourself and admit, mm -hmm. I can't do this alone. I need help. Mm -hmm. But once you cross that barrier yeah. and the humility barrier has been broken, yeah. what ends up happening is there is a great confidence Mm. that you walk away from because you understand your emotions better. And yeah. Zach, I love what you just said. Yeah. People, especially Christians, we tend to think of ourselves as disembodied persons. Yes. But there That's is, you, we don't experience Very good word. <laughs> anything yeah. as human beings outside of our physical bodies. Mm, it's right. impossible. Yeah. There's That's, one of us. Mm. So my feelings, my emotions, my hurt, my pain, my trauma, my joys, my, the, the hope, the happiness I have, all of that is experienced in this physical body. Clayton King will never experience anything outside of the six foot three, 230 pound <laughs> frame I have. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm willing to go to the gym and work out, mm -hmm. which I did last night, Amen. if I'm willing to drink water and forego the sweet tea, which I'm doing now because yeah. I'm almost 50 and I want to get down to 220 because I've lost 27 pounds and go. I'm feeling confident about it. I'm clapping I'm, right now. I'm, I'm going. going. <laughs> I've got momentum. If, if I will do those things to take yeah. care of my physical body, yeah. My my physical body also uh, contains my feelings and my emotions, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I project those things on mm -hmm. my family. Mm -hmm. My feelings and emotions affect my marriage, 
the way I raise my kids, the way I interact yeah. with you as a brother, the way, yeah. preach. The, the way I preach on Sunday. Do I preach mad or do I preach with compassion? Yeah, that's do, it. And so, so when God, I'm sorry, going back to the garden, Zach, you said something that's so profound. When God approached Adam and Eve after they had sinned, he approached them by asking questions. Yeah. So God identifies himself as a counselor in the Bible. Mm, that's right. He's also a pastor because the word pastor just means shepherd. That's mm, what it means. It means a shepherd. Yeah. So God comes to the garden and he asks them, where are you? Why are you hiding? Give them the what opportunity to done? be humble. Yeah. He, and he's asking them questions, not because he's stupid. Yeah. He's asking questions so they will admit process yeah. and dig up the things that are inside of them. Yeah. And that's what good pastors and good counselors do. Yeah. That, that is the image of God in us. Yeah. And we bear out God's image when we're doing the ministry that God's called us to do as a counselor and as a pastor. Yeah. So, so, so we've talked, yeah, anything else that? No, Clayton's just one of the smartest people <laughs> yeah. I know. That's all. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so I, I just want to shift this a hair about like pastoring, about mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a pastor? So I know you kind of talked about this a little bit, but what would you say is like the definition of a pastor? So like making this like, you know, so a pastor and a counselor are a little different. Yeah. Um, so what would you, you know, what would you say about that? About- Lots of overlap in those, in those mm-hmm. two roles, but you know, a pastor simply means shepherd. So, yeah. you know, again, I geek out on the Greek, but we understand so much more of who we are when we understand words and what words mean. Mm-hmm. And the word pastor that mm-hmm. we translate in English is pastor. It's the word in Greek, poimain. Mm-hmm. And in the Bible, the only time the singular word for pastor is ever used is when Jesus is called the chief shepherd. Mm. So our church has many pastors mm-hmm. because we have many shepherds, yeah. many people who are called alongside to help mm-hmm. people spiritually. So a pastor, if you can just get the image of a shepherd in mm-hmm. a field taking care of sheep, mm-hmm. that shepherd has got to do a lot. That yeah. shepherd has to bind up wounds. Yeah. That shepherd has to learn how to heal broken limbs. Yeah. Literally has to learn how to clean blood out of a cut and sew <laughs> up flesh. That shepherd has to kind of put on another hat when the wolves come and try to mm-hmm. steal away mm-hmm. and kill the sheep. So that shepherd has to be both tender and tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what pastors have to do. We have to protect the sheep. We have to run away the wolves. We have to we have to be both tender and tough. One of my professors in seminary said, "All of you need a TH degree in ministry: <laughs> tender heart, tough hide." Mm. Because to be a pastor, you got to have a tough exterior. You mm. can't let everything hurt you, mm. but you also have to have a tender heart and realize the people that you're called to care for are sheep. And as a pastor, this is something a lot of pastors I think forget: we're sheep too. Yeah. I'm not the chief shepherd. Jesus Mm. is. I'm Mm. one of the shepherds that cares for his flock, but he's the chief shepherd and I have to let him care for me, which is why I go to a counselor. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So this brings up a question for me. So if I'm trying to choose or just like say a person's watching this, they're trying to choose, choose, Hey, should I go to a counselor or should I go to a pastor? Yes. (laughs) Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can do both. It's not an either or. It can be a both and. Wouldn't there we go. Agree? Yeah, I would, totally agree. I would totally agree. That's why I was going to even pick on the <laughs> the title of this uh, was counselor versus pastor or pastor versus counselor. I, you thought, think, we were, I, I thought we were going to wrestle. I, think if, I, I, I was about to say the same thing. I was like, I was thinking about, you know, WWE, you know, was, like, you know, we can, we can get over, the, over the top. You, you would dominate, you would dominate me, man. I don't know, um, Zach. I think, I nah, bro, I'm telling you, Clayton's got this. All right, listen, listen. wrestles bears and stuff. And so I'm just saying that I, um, I would say 
you know, again, it's not to pick on t- talent. I don't know if you wrote the title, but you I, know, I, because yeah, it, sure it is making yeah, it, 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 it is kind of what what it does. Anytime you see the thing versus is it, it, it creates an either or. Yeah, you know, and it's, but I think this is what a lot of people think sometimes is that sure. like, hey, like you know, if I'm hurting or anything in my life, I have to choose. Okay, I either have to go to a pastor or I have to go to a counselor. Right, you can't. I can't go to both. No, you know, and, and it's and it's both. In I will say, there's probably some seasons of life where maybe somebody is specifically uh, dealing with a skewed view of God for whatever reason, and maybe more of their time is spent in soul care, like yeah, you know, uh, type of conversations with a pastor. But maybe there is a season of life like I had, which it was a it was a surefied mental health disorder mm. and maybe more of their time will be spent with me but it, it but all the while I want them to be seeing both because what Clayton mm. Clayton said we're not we're not disembodied like mm. we have a body a mind emotions relationships a soul and so we, we want to be treating the whole person at the same time yeah and so it's not an either or it's both and now again I think people may have spent more time in certain areas yeah. with certain people d- depending on what they're going through yeah but still I would I would hope that I would be, you know, again, taking care of my whole self in that way. So it's, it's not a, again, I'm not picking on the verse. No, no, but, but it's, no, it's, this is good. This is good. It's not this an either good. or it's, it's a, it's a, it's a both end. Yeah. So Proverbs says uh-huh. there is wisdom mm. in a multitude of counsel. I knew you were about to go there. <laughs> and, I and I think that God has given us a multitude of resources in the church yeah. that can help us. So when it comes to choosing a pastor or a counselor, I will say, they don't have to be opposed to one another and they should mm-hmm. not be. I love what we're doing here today. Yeah. But in the church, uh-huh. um, there you have more access to pastoral care mm. because like, let's just say new spring, for instance, we have, Almost 300 staff members. Um, We have multiple men and women that serve in pastoral roles. And so there is a spiritual, um, I use the word authority, Mm -hmm. but I use it in this context. There's a spiritual authority that covers and protects and heals in the church when we submit ourselves to shepherds. Mm -hmm. Not because Mm -hmm. that shepherd needs to be affirmed, mm-hmm. not because they have an ego that needs to be stroked, mm-hmm. but because they've been called and equipped by God with spiritual gifts to care for the body of Christ. Yeah. And so also in yeah. the church context, if you're if you're here gathering with the people of God at yeah. rally, at fuse, on Sundays, you're already sitting underneath the authority of pastors That's true. because they're preaching and teaching you the word of God and truth. That's true. So it's easier, I'll just say this for the sake of everyone listening, it's easier for you to find pastoral um, yeah. authority, okay. protection, healing, and counseling, because pastorals are re- pastors are readily available That's true. and they're paid for and hired by the church. Yeah. But to, for professional counseling, mm. it takes a little more effort. Mm-hmm. It's true. Which it's is true. why this conversation is so important, because you have to go seek it out in That's a way true. that you probably don't have to work hard to seek it out at the church. Yeah. Yes. That's true. That's true. So before we end our time, um, I just want to ask you guys... So you're speaking to like right now, 18, 25 year olds across the state and you know, who knows, there's probably way more people listening to this as well. Um, is there like anything, I'm gonna let both of you guys go. Um, is there anything that you would want to say to um, an 18, 25 year old in this context of, of pastoring, I mean like of, of, of pastor versus counselor, not even versus like, I feel like it's more <laughs> you like- You can say versus. versus <laughs> but, but, but also too, it does feel like more like, harmony you yeah. know that you guys do work together you yeah. know because like i'm a pastor as well but also yeah. like i go see a counselor um but i have you know both pastoral and it, it's weird sometimes they bleed into both 
like even in my yeah. conversations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like what last rev of the engine? Let, let me ahead. answer yeah, first because I want Zach to have the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. What would you say, Clayton? So a couple things. I think the church mm-hmm. is looking at an impending crisis when it comes to mental health. Mm-hmm. I think the next 20 years, we're going to see a, a tidal wave mm-hmm. that is now building, which will become a tsunami. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody that's crunching the data mm-hmm. and paying attention realizes that a combination of social media, our addiction to phones, the algorithms that the big companies have figured out to keep us all angry, mm. mad, fearful, divided, mm. and ticked off at each other. It's affecting our mental health. So when I look at the children that are in the, our church and the mm-hmm. students I speak to at events at our crossroads camps or whatever, I am predicting and seeing a future where the church is going to need to, and we're already beginning to do this, figure out ways to help people with the mental and spiritual health crisis mm. that they're going to be facing. Mm. And so what that may mean is a tectonic plate shift mm. in the way churches do ministry, wow. that we hire more, prepare more, and train more people who can be both pastor and counselor. Wow. I think it's going to be essential that we blend those two together. Yeah, that's The great. other thing I'll say, last thought is, if you want to, if you want to be healthy mentally, yeah. go see a counselor, but there are some things you can do. <laughs> Turn your phone off. Put your phone down. Don't <laughs> scroll in bed. Don't wake up and check your phone uh, immediately. Don't be looking at your phone before you go to bed. I'm convinced. I don't think the phone is evil, mm-hmm. but I'm convinced that the phone and social media and all the constant access that we have to doing this all day, mm-hmm. it's it's really, really making us sadder mm-hmm. and sicker. And, and so, stupid. <laughs> and Yeah. And in many ways, stupider. Um, amen. <laughs> Last word for you, Zach. Amen. Yeah, I I would um, I say amen to that. And I think, um, you know, we compared pro wrestling earlier. I think it's a it could be a beautiful tag team, you know, relationship between counselor and pastor. And Mm, I agree, you know. Uh, where we can work together and we do, and I do work with, and that's the beautiful thing about this church in New Spring is New Spring even has a referral list, you know. That's that, true. I've uh, used that a good bit. You know, that, that people, so they, they, they know it's an issue. They've gathered resources as much as they can and they re, they refer people. So there's already a, a, a relationship, I feel like, with churches like New Spring. And I, I hope that that continues across the board with so many other churches. But, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I, I, I always talk about this in regards to mental health, so care mm-hmm. all of it is, you know, I, I think Jesus cares about all of us. Mm. Like when I say all of us, all of me, like mm. he cares about my soul. He cares mm. about my relationships. He cares about my mind mm. and my body. He cares That's about true. it all. And when I, when I give him all, when I, when I focus, when I allow myself to, uh, get, again, get special attention for my mind, for instance, again, yeah. I, I think that is like these, the, the, that is lordship in a way, yeah. you know, because I'm giving my whole self, not just my soul, but also my body, my mind, my relationships to Jesus. Yeah. Not because he, he just demands, demands it and wants to rule over me, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. But, but he knows, I think that I am happiest when my whole self is submitted to him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if you believe in the lordship of Christ, you know, which I, uh, you know, maybe most people listen in this yeah. do, you know, give your whole self to him, mm. you know, not just your soul and, but give your relationships, give your mind, mm. you know, give your body. And, and I assure you, it, you know, it is, you will be happiest and most at peace when that happens. Not perfect. It won't be easy. Um, but I, I think we will be happiest when that happens. And there's just, and I'll say this and that's it, you know, going back to, we've, we've harkened back to the, the, Genesis story, you know, a few times now, mm-hmm. but you know, th- there is so much freedom when you have nothing to hide, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I agree for me, I, I feel like in my 18 to t- 25 mm-hmm. years, 
I was hiding, man. So, mm-hmm. You know, not too much, um, but I knew how to play the game um, to not reveal too much um, because I was trying to work myself, work my way up the ladder, whatever it is. Yeah. And the Christian ladder. And, and but now, man, I can honestly say, like, I don't have anything to hide. That's right. Um, and, and that's freedom for me, mm-hmm. you know, and it is it is freeing. I would say anybody that's listening to this, it's it's incredibly freeing when when you have nothing to hide and, you know, and a, and a past and a pastor and a counselor, um, I think are, it's an understatement, but are great resources in, um, you know, in, in walking through and, and dealing with the things that we've kept hidden, yeah. you know, for maybe our whole life. That's incredible. <sighs> well, guys, thank you. Thanks, Talon. This is yeah. fun. Thank you, guys. You did great, Talon. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I hope you. this was helpful. <laughs> I hope this was helpful. I believe it was. Um, you know, but these men of God, these are men of God right here, you know, so whoever's watching this, like, they're listening, these guys I look up to a lot. Um, so I hope you get something from this. hope this was helpful to you guys. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Clayton. Um, but also, like, if you are looking specifically to start this journey of counseling, because I know, you, like you said, you have to do a little bit more, uh, feel free to, like, shoot us a DM uh, to talk to your local rally pastor or maybe or even email us um, and we, we would love to like get in contact but even like try to see how we can help you find a counselor in your area um, so that's it we're done um, pastor counselor harmony now listen we started versus but now I don't know who's going to win this but now we're, <laughs> we're, but now we're going there but guys thank you so much uh, don't forget to like subscribe uh, leave a review shoot us a DM whatever you want to do um, we could keep talking more, but this has to be it. Maybe maybe we get a round two of this. Maybe not. If you want another round two. Uh, hey, I'm always open to talk. You give me a spot. I'll talk all <laughs> let, day. Let us know. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks. you for joining the Rally Podcast. We hope it encouraged you. We'd love for you to be part of the Rally family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you'd like to connect to a campus, text Rally to 30303.